suicide game just yesterday It's made all that I learned The emptiness of life examined Hello out there and welcome to another episode of Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. This is an attempt by me, Joe Moran, and my brother, J.S., to provide you with a series of interesting, informative, educational, and we hope enjoyable stories that will help you navigate through those high seas of life. Today we take on Whining Weenie Wimps, Part 5. It's really a discussion of culture warriors, word warriors that want to ban your speech. J.S., I would just say to you that the war on words to keep people from being offended is, is really, really beginning to piss me off. This is our 70th podcast, and I would have thought we would have been discussing something else but this is just too interesting and too important to move on to another subject. We must complete our thoughts. At least that's my thought. These whining, weenie wimps who are offended by everything that we say, almost everything we say, they're on the move. They attach, they infest. They bring on gangrene, societal gangrene, and left untreated, our culture will die. This movement has grown like a cancer, and nothing is off limits to these progressive, nutcase, culture warriors who make ever-increasing, inane, insane demands that we alter our vocabulary so as to avoid offending the easily offended. And most worrisome, if you've studied history, they want to mandate uh, how we think, how we speak. This is actually very scary stuff because they intend to change the way we think, the way we speak. And if you think I'm kidding, you think I am exaggerating, I am not. At minimum, they waste our time demanding that terms like the elderly, you know, being blind or deaf. They demand that these words be stricken from our vocabulary because, for example, the elderly suffer unimaginable, unendurable pain and humiliation whenever they hear themselves referred to as elderly. Allegedly, this is disrespectful disrespectful and wounding. Well, let me tell you, be assured, I am elderly, and these arguments are BS, complete and utter nonsense. And to have massive hives, you know, out of which buzzing wasp-like culture warriors swarm about, allegedly on my my behalf, to end my humiliation, that's caused by reference to me or my elderly friends as elderly, and I know I speak on their behalf when I say, I am not offended by this, but what they're doing on my behalf enrages me. I can't stand it. Get lost, you misguided, whining, 
weenie wimps, you asocial, tyrannical, intolerant, misguided losers. I think I've made it my point clear. Stop wasting our time. Stop wasting our energy. Why don't you discuss all this with your therapy dog? That's why you bought him, right? And as I remember, as Leslie, Leslie Gore sang 49 years ago, I think, from that therapy dog's perspective, you don't own me. Try to do something worthwhile. Attend to reducing crime, ending hunger. Commit to the reinvest, uh, reinvigoration of our educational system. Why don't you? And all this BS about the need for sensitivity, sensitivity when considering new terminology for the elderly and the need to be very careful, very careful, how one references cochlear implants, mindful always of the definitional sensitivity of the word cochlear implant, a scientific invention, or demanding the referencing of the blind as sight impaired rather than blind. Um, whether the blind object to this or not, and demanding that epileptics not be called epileptics, but always refer to them as people whom are suffering from, from epilepsy. All this, all this BS really is such meaningless crap. Not only absurd, it's, it's, it really is offensive. You demean me by your insanity alleged on my behalf. Truly, get lost. And as Michael Jackson once sang, just beat it. Now, said culture warrior types are the same asocial tyrants whom have no clue as to why they have so few friends. Need to own, whoops, can't say the word own. I mean, serve as guardians for multiple pets therapy dogs so as to simply you know just get through survive another routine day so wounded are these culture warriors they're nearly you know incapacitated by ordinary life and they need all these creatures around them all these animals to replace the absence of human interactions of which they prove most mostly just incapable except when buzzing about among similar asocial types in packs like wolves in search of microaggressions, the finding of which titillates them to near orgasmic response and release and which gives their essentially, you know, essentially useless lives some purpose. But let, let me make this clear. That is not true. Their lives remain worthless. In fact, they're actually ruining other people's lives. As one might expect, these, these lost pathological souls are notoriously miserable with themselves. Of course they are, and they will remain so, irrespective of the number of pets they acquire, uh, that they serve as guardian for, that they house and, and feed. And no matter how many vocalists, how many pop vocalist icons, they might shame. Most most fortunately for culture warriors, pets don't actually think. Hmm. Therefore, they're not in a position to inform their owners, oh, correction, guardians, what complete loons they are. 
And if said pets do have ideas, they remain unable to speak to, argue with, or disagree with their two-footed guardians. They cannot dispute the pernicious effects of colorism, for example, which is the reason asocial culture warriors obtain pets in the first place. They can't tolerate listening to views other than their own. Yet, yeah, yeah, in recent years, have they have nothing better to care about, these asocials, having spent many, many, a lonely week, months, years even, locked up alone with their animals. They have now become obsessed with the idea that they themselves have no God-given right to consider themselves owners of said pets. And they want to codify this idea under law. These loons have now congealed over the concept that pets are not to be thought of as owned by human beings. Such concept is degrading to all breeds of dogs, cats, turtles, canaries, lizards, snakes, frogs, chickens, um, toads, exotic fish, bunny rabbits, and and whatever, whatever other species of pet, these weird culture warrior loons elect to maintain and house in their residences. Indeed, to even suggest or maintain the belief, you think you own an animal, a pet, is disgusting, demeaning, and degrading to all forms of pet life, forced to live inside your residence, your estate, home, condo, townhome, apartment. And should you, oh, You know, God forbid, if you think yourselves to be the masters of these animals, these God's creatures, oh my God, the nerve, the insensitivity, the degradation involved. Let's go slow here as we are not digressing. I promise you. The scandalous, triggering nature of of the concept of being the owner or master of anything is now well documented in and on all liberal and social media. We have, we have, for example, learned and been informed by NBA league offices that NBA owners are no longer to be considered or referred to as NBA owners. The concept of ownership triggers certain people of color to think of slavery. And rather than suggest that these people triggered when hearing the word owner and associated with with the hideous practice of of slavery outlawed 157 years ago in this country, but for comparison purposes only in 1960 by Saudi Arabia, just suggest that they seek some professional help um, from a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist. No, the NBA league management has concluded that the best way to respond to this triggering challenge is to have the entire world, the entire world now refer to NBA owners, not as owners, but as governors. That'll solve the problem. At all times from this day forward, to limit offense being taken, feelings hurt, to reduce triggering in sensitive people, all former and current NBA franchise owners, And those in the future 
who become NBA owners will be identified forevermore as governors of their NBA teams. Now, we teach our children to face their fears, think through the reasons for such fear, and then overcome them. But not anymore. This is America in 2022. In this country, reasonably or unreasonably, if you are triggered by a word, a term, a phrase, an expression, and don't feel safe, the whole world must be prohibited from ever again speaking the word, term, expression, or phrase that triggers you. Thank God we can now say that this term of incivility This concept of being an owner has been eliminated from our vocabulary, banned by the NBA. Now, I don't know how about how you feel about this, but do you feel more welcomed? Do you think we're part of a more tolerant society? Hmm. You know, the word ownership leads to thoughts of master. And and master is associated with slavery, no doubt. And it's triggering and offensive. And well, it's scary, actually, which leads to thoughts of the dreaded master bedroom. I have to I, I have to admit, I hadn't known this was a serious problem in the United States of America until my wrong thinking was righted by listening to social media and reading about this. On, in social, uh, on social media, and hearing it from realtors. Apparently, African Americans are triggered by the use of the term master bedroom, discomfited by images of slave owners, even in the big house. So, to avoid triggering, the term master bedroom must never again be spoken about or written about ever again by all 330 million Americans now living and the millions more whom will be born in the future. Never again will this term master bedroom ever be used. This is just the way it is. It has been decided by the culture warriors, the word warriors, and you will conform or else. (laughs) Makes me think, why didn't Chairman Mao or Stalin think of this? Or better yet, why didn't any of the billion plus living Africans think of this before? The entire continent of Africa. Why didn't they think of it? And then I learned, oh my God, I didn't know this. I learned this from social media, that feminists, they too are triggered when they are forced to hear or read of the dreaded master bedroom and therefore reminded of all of the oppressive ills of America, the product of a patriarchal society. And feminists are all in on banning the term master bedroom forevermore. One has no idea. One cannot imagine how much pain is experienced by by women who are triggered seeing in print or hearing the word spoken out loud, master. I mean, I got to tell you, I, I shudder at the thought of it. Out, damn spot. Out. Shakespeare. Well, culture warriors are ferociously fighting in the trenches, busy shaming all Americans from speaking or writing this odious word master ever again during the course of their lives.
Now, you might think your vocabulary, your vocabulary was once the product of your education, your reading, and your experience. This is no longer so. In America in 2022, your vocabulary will be established by, dictated by, some hypersensitive, tyrannical a-hole, a-holes, whom will tell you what you can and cannot say. And you don't even know who these people are. Welcome to the land of the re-education camps. Don't conform and you will not have a job. You are an insensitive a-hole. And there is a lot more of this coming your way, which you will learn. If culture warriors could figure out how to make people not be able to even think the word master, they demand special re-education classes be designed for those who are still prone to even think of the word master and demand that all those so afflicted mandatorily be coerced to submit themselves, submit themselves to struggle sessions at the re-education classes where they'll learn never again to speak the word master. Maybe these classes will be designed along the lines of white privilege or implicit bias training classes and, and, and might be formulated to knock the crap out of people who can't or won't eradicate the term master from their head. I am informed that former hairdressers are standing by, available for large fees as educators and trainers in the new field of DEI, language and linguistic sensitivity studies, a field I never knew existed, never knew was needed in America. Say, who put the men in menstruate? Who put the men in mental? Who put the men in menopause? Wow. Who put the man in mansion? Who put the man in manual labor? You can see the obvious oppression and bigotry that is built into the English language. You think women are incapable of manual labor, pal? Offensive language sensitivity expert Gene Demby knows all about this oppressive language stuff. He will personally reduce your vocabulary by about 7% right out of the chute, guaranteed. For example, if you are like me and you say the words inner city or refer to inner city youth in in the course of ordinary conversation, are you aware? I mean, simply, are you aware you have just offended millions of culture warriors on behalf of inner city youth, inner city residents? How dare you use these words in ordinary conversation? Who are you? They are to be banned forever. I mean, you might ask, I know I do. Why why would this be? And the answer? Well, because. Because inner city is a euphemism that lets us know. Let's us ignore history by making the results of long-term racist policies sound like an accident of geography. Huh? I, I, I am a racist for using the term 
inner city to refer to to the inner city? I mean, who knew? And who says so? Well, we are told so by social justice warriors, culture warriors like Shelter Force. How long can this abuse and insensitivity go on? Well, this is the subject of our next session of whining, weenie wimps. These culture warriors whose objective is to make us just stupid, to reduce our vocabulary. And it's going to go on until people who are normal resist further nonsense. And I, for one, announce right here and now, I am going to resist. Hey, thanks for listening. And I hope you'll turn in to what's going to be part six of Whining Weenie Wimps, where we're going to try to get to the bottom of all, all this culture warrior, vocabulary reducing nonsense. Have a good day and goodbye. Inside game just yesterday It's made all that I learned The emptiness of life examined Time can't be Misguided and all of my own At least that's what I thought I failed to see that I belong Everything I'm also Just a drop of rain and a thunderstorm Another grain of sand on the beach How could I miss what was in front of me? Two eyes that can't make you see. It's the mind that paints all these pictures, like the mirage of the deserts. I misread all the signals, I never knew that I. She knows that I'm 